Get ready to drop the puck, take a free throw, and step up to the plate. It's time for the Metro East Sports Podcast on lineupmedia.fm. From the front office studios in the luxurious Whispering Heights living and entertainment community in Edwardsville, welcome to the Metro Esports Podcast, season number four, show number three, recorded Monday, February 13th, 2023. And the significance of today, of course, partner at Gory Law Firm, Mark Thomas, is what? I got nothing. You don't know the significance of today? Then I'm going to kick it over to attorney at the Gory Law Firm, Samira Kazali, and she is going to set you straight. What's the significance of February 13th? What's why? Why is today a big deal? It's the day after the Super Bowl. Day before Valentine's Day. Say it finally. The day <laughs> before day. Valentine's Day. You just now figured that out. Okay. All right. Well, we've got a big show tonight. Show number three features Mark Thomas and Samira Kazali from the Gory Law Firm, and they've put together a 5K run to support women in sports. Specifically, it supports a scholarship for women. Grace number two, at guest number two after these two, Robbie Walters from Columbia Cheer, and he's bringing a couple of his cheerleaders with him, Grace Anderson and Kirsten Shreve, just back from the state tournament where they finished second. And guest number three is our Keller Williams Marquee Coach of the Month, Jeb and Ginger Blasting Game, Keller Williams Marquee Coach of the Month, Greg Noloff from O'Fallon Township High School, an assistant coach there, coaching with his son Nick, who is the head coach, and the Panthers once again are off to a hot start. Panthers and the Redbirds have co-champions in the Southwestern Conference. Unbelievable battle. I want to hear his thoughts on that rivalry. And joining us from the office of Keller Williams Marquis will be Alicia Frank. And tonight, thanks to partners, Cassins, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram, Callaway Home Loans, Keller Williams Marquis, Jeb and Ginger Blasting Game, Integrity Spine and Joint Center, Front Office, Fiduciary Network, Oak Brook Golf Club, and Wang Gang Asian Eats. We're talking all things sports in the Metro East. And three things you can do to help. Number one, subscribe to this podcast. It's free and you love it. Number two, follow us in all of our social media platforms, Twitter, Facebook, and the gram. And number three, if you have a story idea, email me at mespdave at gmail.com. And remember, you can nominate your favorite team for Integrity Spine and Joint Center Metro East Team of the Month. Could be a park and rec team, could be a middle school team, a high school team, you name it. To nominate a team for Team of the Month, send your suggestion to mespdave at gmail.com. Please put Team of the Month in the subject line. All right. Mark, Samira, welcome to the show. Thank you for having us. Now, if you have to go to the restroom, I have to issue you a hall pass as my former students. (laughs) Does it feel weird to be sitting across your old high school English teacher? Or does it feel normal? Normal. I guess we've done so much stuff together here that it's... Yeah. Developed a friendship. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Working with you on the Hall of Fame committee and working with you on very various projects, having you on this show as a guest. Correct. Welcome back. Thanks. Miss Kazali, good to see you again. Good to see you too. Congratulations on your career as an attorney at Gory Law Firm. Thank you. Are you enjoying the work? Yes, I am actually. Where did you go to law school? Um, I went to Washington University in St. Louis. 
Wow. I knew you were smart, but you are you are a superstar. Well, thank you. And you're loving the work there at Gory? Yeah, it's a lot of good work. And I've talked to Mark several times, and he's actually been a guest in my class. And I know that uh, he works hard, and you guys work hard to, to work with people and to, and to help people. So thank you. Thank you for all that you're doing. Now, let's talk about this fundraising effort that you're having to uh, celebrate Women's Day. Go ahead. Sure. In honor of International Women's Day and Women's History Month, the Gory Law Firm is hosting its first annual Women's Day Celebration 5K. Um, the event will be held September, March 20, I mean, Saturday, March 25th at 9 a.m. Um, at the Ray Schoen Park in Glen Carbon across from Glen Carbon City Hall. It is for everyone, walkers, runners, joggers, strollers, dogs, and there's also a virtual option if you are not local or if you're unable to attend that day. Awesome. And first one ever. Correct. And the funds from this are going toward? Sure. Um, any proceeds raised will go towards a scholarship fund for local female high school seniors wishing to seek higher education. Okay. So it's going to go to a local girl or girls who are going to keep going to college. Do these girls ha have to be? continuing their sports career or not necessarily? Not necessarily. It's any um, higher education moving forward. So community college, four-year college, vocational school. Okay. And, 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 and go ahead. Just to make sure that we're all on the same page here. It, it's not just for an athlete. Right. Non-athletes can apply and will be considered for the scholarship fund as well. So any girl, any girl local, any local girl who wants to continue her academic career will be eligible for this scholarship. Yes. Okay. And I will post the flyer, which also has the UR code. So people will be able to register for the race online. So you can look for that on our uh, Metro Esports podcast, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook page. And where else can people find more information about the uh, Gory Law Firm Women's Day Celebration 5K? Um, we have a Facebook event page. The name of it is the first annual Gory Law Firm Women's Day Celebration 5K. You can register straight from that event page. You can like it, follow it, share it, and get the word out. And the information is also on our Instagram and LinkedIn. Cool cause. Cool idea. To uh, Whose idea was this? Was this your idea? You're smiling. This is a collaborative yeah, effort. Good. Good for you guys. Good for you guys. What about volunteers? Do you need volunteers to help get this done? Yes, we are looking for volunteers for the day of the race to help with water stations cheering on at different mile markers and handing out um, after race um, snacks. We also are looking for sponsors. So we do have sponsorships already, but if you know anyone interested in being a sponsor, they can email us at 5k at gorylaw.com and we can provide them with information. Sounds good. You going to run? Yeah. I'm going to run. I'm going to be there. I'm going to run. I may walk more than I run, but I'll be there. You're, you're <laughs> cool if people walk. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. For sure. Walkers. Can, walkers, I, can I walk and eat? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Absolutely. Eat and do whatever it is you want to do. You're a former Division One running back at the University of Evansville. If people get in your way, you're going to be polite. You're going to run them over like you did when you were a Purple Ace. Well, I wasn't a running back. Oh, you weren't? No. Were you a DB then? Yeah, I was outside linebacker. So Wow. I tackled people that were. I remember you as a running back. I was a running back at Edwardsville. That's correct. Okay. Yep. 
prizes for winners on this thing, or is it, or is the prize the satisfaction that you get for helping people? You get trophies. What do you get? Medals. Medals, and we will also be providing T-shirts for all the runners. Okay, cool. How many are you looking for? How many runners? How many runners do you think do you think you'll get? Runners, walkers, all together. I mean, we want everyone in the community to join. So, how many people live here? Oh, 40,000. <laughs> well, 40,000 40, people. Nine o'clock in the morning. Give me the date again. Uh, March 25th. I'm there. You better be. I'll be in the boys, in the middle of the boys' tennis season, but uh, I'm going to get as many girls on my girls' tennis team as I can. Because here's the thing this is going to support those young women and all the young women. I'm going to encourage all the young women in my classes at Edwardsville High School tomorrow to, to sign up for this race. And I'm going to send it out to all my teacher friends because this is a great cause. Helping kids get an education is an investment in the future. Yeah, yeah. And, and i also like to add that this is part of the overarching effort by the Gorey Law Firm to implement a diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging um, committee within the firm. And we've worked closely with a former Edwardsville athlete, Anya Covington, and human to human, and she's actually doing a presentation tomorrow at the firm uh, to help us work with that and you know improve the firm culture and show us some new things and take us into this uh, new age. Another former student, another awesome person, Anya Covington. I mean, it's just it's just crazy. I was just we were talking beforehand that all the kids that I had in high school back in the day, you guys are running the world, <laughs> and it's uh, honestly right. And you're doing a good job, so so keep it up. I feel I feel lucky that that I know you. I feel lucky that that I had you in class. Honestly, do you remember anything about our class? I don't remember much from high school at all. Honestly, <laughs> that's right. You There's helped been lay a the foundation for all of this. Yeah, good answer. Yeah. <laughs> True There's been politician. a lot of schooling since then. Yeah, whatever. Okay. <laughs> all right. Anyway, well, thanks so much for coming got, coming by, guys. I really appreciate it. And uh, say one more time, where can folks find more information about this uh, women's run? Or anybody can run in it, but this this run that supports women's education. And they can be walkers, too. We have a Facebook event page. Again, that is the first annual Gorey Law Firm Women's Day Celebration 5K. Mark, great to see you. Samira, great to see you again. Appreciate it. Good luck with your run. I'll, hopefully, I'll be there. If not, I'll have to be at practice, but I'll have a bunch of, I'll have a bunch of people there. All right, appreciate you. Thank All you right. so much. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Coach. Okay, we're going to talk cheerleading or cheer. We've got the 1A Mespy winners here from Columbia Cheer, Coach Robbie Walters and a couple of his stars, Kirsten Shreve and Grace Anderson. But first, Edwardsville, Edwardsville has a bunch of great restaurants, but the top of my list is Wang Gang Asian Eats. I've been a huge fan for years. Why? Their contemporary Asian menu is loaded with innovative takes on classic Asian flavors. Tasty appetizers like potstickers, choo-choo shrimp, and crab rangoon. Delicious entrees like their famous Drunken Noodle and their Dragon Poke Bowl combined with their unique bar menu and world-class service makes Wang Gang a perfect destination for date night, family night, or even Sunday brunch. But if Asian isn't your thing, pop into Chappie's right next door for the best burgers, fried chicken shakes, and the coldest beer on the planet. Located just west of Edwardsville High School in University Point 2, a.k.a. Edwardsville Food Courts, it's easy to find, and you'll be glad you checked out both places. By the way, all guests who appear on this podcast get a free shake at Chappie's. And thanks to our partners, Cassin's Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram, the number one place to purchase a vehicle in the Metro East. 
If you're in the market for a new or pre-owned car, check out Casson's Inventory in person where they've been for 25 years or online at Casson's.com. Casson's has earned the highest ratings for customer service. Their expert staff is committed to making your car buying experience enjoyable, including convenient on-site financing. I've purchased four vehicles there and I will not buy a car or a truck or a minivan, or a motorcycle, or a, or a jet plane, anyplace else. They don't sell those things, just cars and trucks and minivans. With over 80 years of experience in the Metro East, Cassens is the clear-cut leader for quality service and customer satisfaction. Go see Steve, Cliff, Holly, Greg, Bob, Mike, or Trent today. All right, welcome to the show. Columbia Cheer. Coach, congrats, another great year for you. Thanks, it's been amazing. This has been an amazing year. Kirsten, welcome to the show. And Grace, welcome to the show. Hi. All right, let's talk about this season, which just ended two weekends ago. Right. This was our first weekend off, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Great season. Second place in state, and you finished second to Johnsburg. Right. By a by point four eight. Right. And <laughs> and you and you crushed the team that got third, so you were right there. And so on the one hand, you're like, yes. You know, we had a great year, but on the other hand, you're like, really? 0. 0.48? Right. How do you feel about your season? Oh, it's been, I I said this last time, it was, it's been magical. Um, you know, we've had a cup, couple of rough years um, just with COVID, and then last year was a challenging season. Uh, we made the most of it, but to get a group of kids that could, you could see the talent level very early, and then they all understood kind of what we had and what we could do with what we had so it was fun to see that from the beginning and come to fruition at the end all right let's talk to the kids girls how would you describe this season let's start with you Kirsten um it was definitely like a shocker to be honest like I did not go into the season thinking that like we had the talent that we did because at tryouts I was like oh goodness like what am I getting <laughs> myself back into because I just came I went from all-star cheer last year and then I came back so I was definitely very nervous, and I was second-guessing myself for there for a while. And then we really came together as a team, and, like, it definitely proved me wrong. And we just bonded so well and just worked together. So you weren't life. on the team as a, as a junior? You're a senior now? Yes. So I was on it freshman and sophomore year, and then I took, took my ACL my sophomore year, actually. So then I took a year off and then came back. All right, Grace, talk about this season. Um, this season was honestly just amazing. I don't really have any words to describe it, but like coming from a season last year, it was really rough and we didn't really know where we were going to be standing this year. So just to like push through with my team and come out where we did, it was just amazing. Are you a senior also? Yeah. So have you been a cheerleader since freshman year also? Yeah, I've spent all four years with Columbia. What are you going to miss about these girls next year? Oh gosh. <laughs> um, obviously their talent and their presence, but just their leadership, they, the way that they kind of had commanded their team and taken ownership and really kind of invested in the kids more than just kind of like a teammate. Um, they do stuff outside of practice also, and that's really key to kind of having that, um, you know, they got your back mentality when you're behind that black curtain and the pressure's on. Makes a big difference. Yeah. What position? Are you girls? Um, I'm a base and flyer. How about you? And I'm a back spot. Gotcha. I love asking the girls in class, what position are you? Because they think I don't know, <laughs> but I know. 
Well, don't and let KJ fool you. She does everything. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. And you do all the tumbling stuff, too, obviously. Is yeah. that how you hurt yourself? Yeah. I, yeah, I actually got it on video when it happened. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's talk about coach here for a second because I started doing some research, and I tell people all the time that before I started this podcast, you know, we're in our year number four, I really have my blinders on. Okay, like you're probably not paying attention to Southwestern Conference tennis, right? Probably so You not. probably have no idea what Edwardsville has or hasn't done, just like I had no idea what Columbia had or had not done until I started the podcast. So tonight I'm researching through the IHSA archives on cheerleading, and I keep seeing Robbie Walters going all the way back to 2009. How many times have your, have your squads finished first or second in the state? We have, I think this is our ninth. Ninth top three finish. Wow. Yeah. Let's talk about your personal cheer journey. How old okay. were you when you first got into the sport? Um, I was pretty much born into it. Um, my mom was a pretty much legendary coach back in Kentucky at Highlands High School. Her name is Sally Walters. And uh, my three sisters grew up in competitive cheerleading. So just kind of was born into it in a state that was kind of a hotbed at the time. That's what I've heard. I've heard that Kentucky was the place right. for cheer schools, right, right, and innovating programs and progressing the sport. The, the sport, yeah, and still today, yeah. So, was your mom? Would you? Is it fair to say your mom was instrumental in pushing the the sport forward? Um, I wouldn't necessarily say in pushing it forward. She was just a active member in the sport. Um, they weren't as competitive as it is now, obviously. Um. But that's how my introduction into it. And then I was just obsessed. Uh, hooked. And I'm still obsessed. <laughs> and did you cheer in high school? I did. My senior year. Only senior year? Yeah. Play any other sports? I was a swimmer, a state swimmer and diver. And I also played tennis. Oh, boy. Yeah. What high school? Highlands High School. Okay. And then you cheered in college? I did at the University of Kentucky. Which is like, did you, what was your highest finish in the NCAAs when you were at Kentucky as a cheerleader your 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 cheer squad uh see there were there are two teams at Kentucky there's a blue squad and a white squad and I was on the white squad which at that time did not compete they do now okay but at the time we did not okay all a four years all four Just two years? years two years okay and then what kind of cheer what has been your involvement in the sport post-graduation has it all been at Columbia or did you start a school somewhere else no I actually got out of the sport um I'm a licensed landscape architect also so I kind of just did that for a long time so you know an azalea from a hydrangea I do very good (laughs) (laughs) um and actually a friend she was coaching at Columbia and she just needed some help she knew I had some background so I came in and assisted uh that season I think that was 2006 7 and um, then she got a job at Waterloo, and they were desperate for a cheerleading coach. And you've been there sixteen years, relu- reluctantly. Yeah, <laughs> and you fin- and you got all these trophies to show for it. Right. Who's been at? Who's been coaching cheer longer than you in the Metro East? Oh gosh, I think Julianne Jacob at Breeze Central has been coaching just about as long as I have. Okay, maybe a few years. Has anybody won more trophies at the state level than you have? Yes. Any team or coach? Both. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? 
Uh, well, Fill me in. Jeff Siegel at Buffalo Grove. He's got a number of. That's Buffalo Grove. That's not met. That's not Metro. Oh, you're East. talking about okay, Buffalo Grove. I know. I know exactly where that is. Okay, you're. Talking they host the state tennis tournament yeah. too. Okay, so I was going the whole state. Um, Metro East. I'm not sure. So probably. But what you just told, what you just taught me is your rival is Buffalo Grove. Well, our rival, they're actually in the co-ed division, but we feel they're like bigger it's too. Us against Chicago, basically. Okay. As a one A school, who are who are the other one A schools that are good around here in cheerleading? Uh, Bree Central, who okay. was third place. Okay, um, I should have noticed that. Who are the other small teams? Carterville. Carterville. They're a southern team. Lawrenceville was pretty good. Lawrenceville was really good this year. Highland is is good. Edwardsville is Highland's good, but, but again, again, Edwardsville, 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 and Highland those are those are larger school. I'm I'm, right. I'm I'm trying to focus in on the on the one A who your good competition is. Right. Okay. Fair to say you've had a ton of success. Girls, what is the secret to the success of Coach Walter's program in Columbia? Let me hear it from you. Why are you good? Um, I think personally is because not only does, like, Robbie focus on us, like, athletes, like, but he focuses on it, like, as a person, as, as bonding as a team, and we definitely would not have the talent that we do have without us, like, getting closer because we all push each other to want to be better. So, like, I don't know, not only just, like, having us having talent with the team, just, like, the way he coaches is just something special. What do you think? Um, Robbie is the kind of coach <laughs> where he will, like, push you to your hardest, and it's just because he wants to see you succeed. If he didn't want to see you succeed, he would not give as much time as he does. But, like, through Robbie's coaching, you can see his dedication and it just shows his love for us and the love for the sport. He, like, never lets us forget what we're working for. And it's just a lot of, like, encouragement throughout the season. He's just a really good coach overall. How about that, Coach? I how, appreciate that. How would you describe <laughs> your style as a coach? My style as a coach? Um, number one, I like to get kind of on the same level as the kids and kind of just so it's, it's not me up here telling you what to do. It's more like we're working together. Um, and we, we, we do, I do push them to, to get the most out of them, and they don't always love that. But, um, yeah, we just keep it light. I think this year it was fun, and I, I think it hadn't been fun for a while. Yeah, I agree. It really brought back, like, the love for the sport. Like, if mm -hmm. anyone was losing track, like, this year really, like, brought us all together. Yeah, it's easy to spiral and kind of – go to that dark place when things aren't going well. So we did a, especially these two get, did a great job of kind of rallying and because I can't always be the one, <laughs> you know, pulling. So they were together. leaders. Oh yeah, absolutely. So absolutely. you guys were the ones out in front of the team sometimes, sometimes vocally. Absolutely. Yeah. Vocal leaders. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. Yeah. Captains, official captains, unofficial captains. We actually don't do captains. I just don't like to establish a hierarchy on the team. Um, but for sure, the, the leaders. Yeah. In a lot of ways. Got it. How do you respond to people that say cheerleading isn't a sport? Because, oh, goodness. Oh, oh gosh. <laughs> because I, I crush them. And I'm inviting anybody who says that it's not to take me on because I know that it is. But I want to hear it from you. How do you, how do you describe, how do you, confront those people well honestly I just like let it be like it's I mean they see us mostly at football and basketball games so like yeah sideline cheer is 
way different from competitive cheer and what we do. Well, they're not competing. Yeah. And that's not what that's not why you're here. Yeah. You're not here for what you did on the sideline of the games. And do you have do the girls who do competitive cheer at Columbia also do sideline? Yes. yes. We we're okay. first and foremost a sideline team. Oh, you are? We can't be a competitive team unless we cheer basketball or a winter sport. Okay. So they see you on the sideline doing that and they think, "Well, that's cool. You can do some acrobatic stuff, some gymnastic stuff." But those people aren't seeing you at competitions. Yes. Because if they did, what would they see? I think because we had a couple boys come to state to watch us, and after that they were like, oh, my gosh. Like, I, they had no clue that is what we actually did, and I think a lot of people just need to come out and see what we actually do to see how much work we put in for only two minutes and 30 seconds of a routine. Like, our whole life depends on just that two minutes and 30 seconds. So I think – more people just need to come out and see like what we actually do because us just arguing with them back and forth is just going to be like, oh, it's whatever because that's just how people are. <laughs> right. So. I don't know. I, I always, my response is always, well, how do you define a sport? Because if it's physical and if it's competitive, then it's a sport. Right. You know, you may not like it. You, it may not be your cup of tea, but it's a sport. Right. You know, it's, to me, it's. And I think it's officially now an Olympic sport. It's officially an IHSA sport. <laughs> so whether or not it's an Olympic sport, it's an, S, it's an NCAA sport. Agreed. It's an IHSA sport. And if, if you love it, great. And if you don't, that's your opinion. But to say that it's not a sport, it absolutely is a sport. And like you said very eloquently, when you're standing on the sideline, you're not competing as an athlete. You are there as part of the show. And some girls love that and some boys love that. And, but where did that rank for you? Were you in it for the sideline, or were you, or were you in it for the competitive? A hundred percent competitive. I football agree. and basketball cheer is not my cup of tea. What, <laughs> like at all? Like I only do school cheer and all star cheer just for the competing. And what do you love about it? It just gives me like this, like burst of energy. Just like it makes me happy, especially this year. Like because I really like, I wasn't gonna come out for cheer this year because I thought my I was just done. Like, I fell out of love for the sport, and then I came back. And, like, this year really just showed me that, like, all my time that I've spent here is, like, worth something. And just, like, the bonds that we have on the team, like, I really just – I did it for that, too. And, I don't know, it just gives me a, a big rush of adrenaline going out on that floor. And then just, like, having that moment after we hit zero is just, like, the best feeling, like, ever. So. Are you going to cheer next year? I am not. Any ideas what you're going to do? I'm going to Western Kentucky to be a nurse. So, What are you going to miss about Columbia High School and cheer in particular? Because time's running out on you, kid. You got like four months of high school now. <laughs> you better, let's go ahead and get teary and sentimental about it right now. What are you, what are you going to miss about? Definitely the coaches for sure and the athletes. Because this year I've made bonds with everyone that like I did not expect to make bonds with like at all. Like, they are my family. They're my sisters and brothers. And I don't know, just after we stepped foot off that floor for state, I realized, like, how much Robbie and Marlo have done for me this year. And it's just, like, so upsetting to, like, just see that bond go between us and the coaches. I'll definitely be back for sure. But <laughs> I don't know, especially when – 
the season got hard when things went south. <laughs> I always had the coaches to lean on and to push me harder because I really thought that that was just like the end of our season. I did not think we were going to be where we ended up at at state at all with what happened. What happened? And I feel like <laughs> like there's I feel like there's like this. There's this if we don't want to get into it, we don't have which, to get into it. Which time? The first or the second one? Well, we, we, we lose we lost two members temporarily. Okay. And so we've we've been down that road before and sometimes they come back and sometimes they don't, but we've always had to scramble. And I know a lot of cheerleaders out there know this feeling. Scrambling before a competition, try to pull something together that you can kind of compete with. Um but yeah, having the routine back the way that was in, intended was pretty awesome. So that's what she's referring to. All right. Well, <laughs> I'm sorry. I told you to get sentimental. I didn't mean. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Uh, I yeah. yeah. If that if that was yeah. Anyway, what are you gonna miss about it? Um, I'm definitely gonna miss just like the bond that I have with everyone. Um, when I was like young, I would like we have like a junior eagle cheer camp that we come to, and it's for like our like anywhere from I think like pre K to sixth, right? Uh huh. And so I like went to that every year. I always looked up to, like, Robbie as, like, like a superstar. Like, he was just, like, the coolest thing in the world. And I was so excited to join Columbia Cheer. And then, like, whenever I joined the cheer team, the bond was just, like, a bond like no other. Like, it's literally just, like, an outlet away from the real world and everything you're going into. You walk in that door and nothing else matters. You're there to work with your team and just get your work done like you could have a crappy day and you walk in and all the girls and Dalen, they're all just like surrounding you and picking you up and like, it's okay. Like we got this, we have two hours in here. So just honestly, I'm just going to miss the bond. Like we're all, we're literally a family. We've spent like, honestly, near the end of the season, it was every day, day. (laughs) but um, since May until now, at least three or four days a week, two hours every day in the gym practicing. And if we weren't practicing team bonding. Wow. Coach. You're going to miss these girls next year, but you'll, hopefully you'll have some other leaders step up and have an, yet another great year for Columbia Cheer. We're hoping. 1A Mespy winners from Columbia High School cheerleading, Coach Robbie Walters, Kirsten Shreve, and Grace Anderson. Thanks so much for coming by, guys. Thanks Thank for you. Us. Go get a milkshake at Chappie's. <laughs> Will do. Okay, we're going to talk to the Keller Williams Marquee. Jeb and Ginger Blasting Game Coach of the Month, Greg Nolhoff, the first assistant coach to win that award, and he richly deserves it. We're going to get to him. And also from the office, we have Alicia Frank here to talk about all the good things going on at Keller Williams Marquee. But first, if you're looking to buy or sell a home in the Metro East on the Illinois or the Missouri side, please give our partners at Keller Williams Marquee Jeb and Ginger Blasting Game the chance to serve you. They've got offices in O'Fallon and Edwardsville with more than 165 agents. The Blasting Games are a family-owned business that has helped over 11,000 families find just the right home. The Lipes are one of those families. Jeb and Ginger sold our house quickly because they're experts at staging and pricing. And they helped us find the perfect home and they can do the same for you. No wonder they've been ranked in the top 10 real estate teams in North America. Give Jeb and Ginger Blasting Game a call at 618-578-9276 or check them out online at 
BlassingGameGroup.com. You will not be disappointed. Is all that true, Alicia? It is absolutely true, and then some. It's been a pleasure to get to know Jeb and Ginger, and they really uh, care about their agents and their clients. And what is your role in the office? So I'm the team leader. My job is really to be the business doctor. I sit down with agents, and I diagnose what's maybe an opportunity for them to grow their business and gain more money. Um, We believe in a life worth living and legacies worth leaving, and part of that is growing wealth for generations. So my job is to take an unbiased look at their business and see where the gaps are so that I can help direct them into the goals that they want to go. How long have you been at this office? Four years. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) So you go from, you must work with several offices then, no? Well, I do a lot of business consulting internationally and nationally. Um, But then, yes, I work with, we have what's called mega agent offices all the way from O'Fallon. We have agents that do business all the way up to Chicago. Um, I love that I get to be part of many different agents' lives, especially in the California area or even all the way up in the uh, colonial states. So, And you are comfortable on the Metro East Sports Podcast because you are an athlete. I am, yeah. I have a history of uh, sports all the way through college. Yep. Basketball, you were pretty good. Nah. Track, <laughs> track, pretty good. I was good. Mm-hmm. But your sport was on the diamond. Yes, it was. Yep. Got to get that dirt on those cleats. So it was my favorite. Mm-hmm. High school and college? Yes, sir. And mm-hmm. tell me where you played again. So in college, I played for Keller High School. And then in college, I played for Southwestern College. It's part of the NAI division in Winfield, Kansas. And what position were you? I was a utility. So I played a lot behind the plate. And then I did outfield whenever they needed a runner. Mm-hmm. And does anybody ever try to bring you onto their beer league softball teams as a ringer? All the time. It is pretty intense. Um, in fact, uh, if it wasn't for all the alcohol, I'd probably <laughs> have to stay off. But anyway, um, but yes, all the time. It's one of my favorite pastimes. All right. Well, let's recognize the really outstanding assistant coach at O'Fallon Township High School. Welcome to the show, Greg Nolhoff. Thanks, Dave. Thanks for asking me. And second time on the show. Second time. And I know that you do a good job there because Todd Moeller told me you do a great job there. And the head coach at O'Fallon also told me you do a good job. But he also told me that if you said it, that if he said something bad about you, that you might just ground him. No, not at all. I'm still learning from him. I've been coaching over 40 years, and every day I go to practice, um, I learned something every day from that guy. He's he's on top of it. And, of course, I'm making a joke because your son is the head coach there. He is doing a great job, too. Okay, let's talk about this season first. The Panthers are having another great season. How would you describe this season locally for the big schools? Uh, we've far exceeded our expectations for this year, uh, especially with the schedule that he put together. Um, we've played a number of ranked teams, and uh, – he, he uh, made it as tough as possible for their run for the regionals, which start tomorrow. So we'll, we'll see how it pans out. Yeah, postseason starts tomorrow, and it's going to be an interesting year because Alton, we can't talk about the postseason. We can't talk about this season without talking about Alton, which has been ranked as high as number three in the state. Have they been higher than three this year? Yeah, they were actually number one, and then we knocked them off at home. Uh and then they went back to number three. 
Okay. So, uh, yeah, 29-1, and one, uh, kudos to them. They've had an outstanding year. That's their only loss of the season is to the Panthers. That is correct. Right? And you guys and the Redbirds, the Redbirds and the Panthers, are co-Southwestern Conference champions, both with just one loss in the conference? Correct, 11-1. and one. Okay. It's going to be an interesting postseason. It's going to be a battle, but, it, you know, I've been doing this a long time, so you take it one game at a time. Um, anybody can beat you on a given night. So uh, we, you may win nine out of ten if you played them that many, but one night the ball doesn't go in and you're out. Yeah. So um, hopefully we get to that game, but we got to take care of business tomorrow against Belleville West first. Describe the style of your team this year. Um, relentless, great defense, um, athletic, quick, um, basketball IQ out of this world. Great teammates, share the ball. Uh, they bring everything to the table, a little size. So um, he's got a lot to work with there. Smart kids. Smart kids. Does that change what you're able to do as a coach? Not at all. I mean, uh, Nick can draw something up in a timeout that we haven't even worked on, and they can uh, look at the board and go out and, and carry it out right after that. Now, some people may be wondering, why recognize an assistant coach? And the answer is, and I said this off air before we started, a good assistant coach is worth his weight in gold. Well, I try to stay out of his way. Um, I do a lot of individual instruction and get into the uh, mental part of the game, you know, on the side with the girls. His X's and O's are fantastic. He knows the game. Um, I just try to be there to watch uh, team fouls, timeouts, possession arrow, little things I'll whisper in his ear. Um, whether he does it or not is up to him. He's the head coach, and I'm just there to uh, um, offer as much insight as I can. All right. You said you've been into this for 40 years. I want to unpack some of that history, but first I want to talk about golf. Are you a golfer? No, not at all. Are you a golfer? I wish I was more than I am. <laughs> you guys would both be good golfers. I'm surprised by that. Located northeast of Edwardsville, Oak Brook Golf Club is a family-owned 27-hole public golf facility. Their goal is to offer the highest quality golf experience for a reasonable fee. Oak Brook is consistently recognized for awards such as friendliest staff, best course to host a fundraiser, and best senior scramble in the bi-state area. From fundraisers to leagues to instruction to an afternoon out on the links by yourself, the Brook wants to win your business. I've personally played and hosted multiple golf scrambles there, and I will attest. Mike Surrey and his staff are the best. To book your tea time or to start organizing your next fundraising scramble, give them a call at 656-5600 or check them out online at oakbrookgc.com. Alicia, you're just going to have to just interrupt me anytime you want to. I mean, this this has got to be bringing back some memories of some of your coaches. Oh, it is. I have two favorite coaches, both uh, Amber Good and Coach Fritz. They were pivotal people in designing who I am as an adult, so... I like the way you said that, designing who you are as an adult. Mm -hmm. If you have any questions for Coach Nolaw, you just jump right in there. 40 years you've been coaching this game? 40 years. I started in 81, 82. Where? At West Junior High, eighth grade boys. I remember you telling me this, and did you grow up playing basketball? I did. I didn't really play in high school. Um, I played, uh, you know, fifth grade through eighth grade and was 5'2". So um, I just loved the game and uh, studied it. And... Um, you know, uh, Ron Zirkel gave me an opportunity to coach, and I ran with it, and 
It was down there about 18 years at West Junior High. Awesome. How has it been coaching with your son? Has it been has it been different? Because you've coached with a lot of people. You've you've coached with a lot of head other head coaches. How is this experience different? Um, it's a dream. I mean, everybody I run into says, "How fantastic is it for you to be on that bench with your son?" Um, so proud of him, and uh, wouldn't want any other job. I enjoy this. I believe it or not, I think more than just actually coaching myself. How about all the little things? that you are able to do? Are you helping with, because to me, my assistant coaches, some of their most valuable things they do are those taking care of that uniform request and answering that email and helping organize. Are you helping on that side as well? Well, I'm, I, I do a lot of errand run errands for them since I'm retired, you know, so I'm running stuff to the sporting goods store, picking something up or uh, just the little things on the side. If he needs something, you know, he's married and has two wonderful kids and, a hectic schedule, so um, I'm there. If he forgets something, go get it. You know, run to the Milburn School or whatever, whatever it takes. Um, I'm available to do it for him. Because where is he teaching? He's at a he's at an elementary school, right in the district. He's not at he's not at OTHS. Where is he? Yeah, correct. He's at Wolf Branch in Swansea, Illinois. Okay, so that's a challenge because if he needs to get something to a kid or to a classroom or whatever, then if you're able to help with those errands, I'm telling you, that type of lo- logistical support is. You can't put a price tag on it. So, I mean, that's good for you. Yeah, he's he's got a good JV coach also that uh, um, put on a great senior night last uh, last week. So, uh, he does have people in the background helping him out. Talk about some of the seniors that are on the squad this year because you've got, you've got some good ones. We do have some good ones. I mean, uh, we'll start off with the best one. You know, Shannon Dow is an unbelievable player. Uh, got a full ride to Illinois State. And just last week, she set the record at OTHS for most points in a season, most points in a career, winning this player in OTHS history. Um, and then we go to uh, Layla Jackson. Uh, got a full ride. Uh, I believe it's Illinois Springfield. Great outside shooter. Uh, great basketball IQ. And then um, Jayla Pelly got a full ride to Indiana State. Great point guard. Great passer. Um, does shares the ball extremely well. We I'd like to see her score a little bit more, but she's so uh, unselfish. She wants to give the ball up. And then we have Z Hawkins, who uh, got a full ride to Swick to play. Uh, great post player. Been battling injuries this year with her leg, and uh, uh, starting to come around here at the end of the season. And then we got a great defender in Malia Robertson, who. Um, has a full ride in softball, D1, at Western Illinois. And then uh, the last senior would be uh, Harmony Tart, who I believe is going to McKendry College and try to walk on there. I'm looking at your roster. Those are a lot of seniors right there. So you guys are definitely senior-laden this year. We are, but we have uh, DJ Bulls as a 6'2 junior that's coming back and really coming in her own. And then we have two outstanding freshmen that have played Valuable, valuable minutes for us in Haley Tart and Josie Christopher. So, actually, we got three returning, and then our JV squad was undefeated. So, we got a couple good players that will get their time uh, next year. So, I think the big the big matchup that everybody really wants to see, obviously, is is you and Alton. And you you got you said you're one and two against them, including a one point loss. What is the key for you to have success against them? Well. 
I'm defense. Nick's an offensive coach, but if we're going to make a run, it starts on the defensive end. Uh, we're we're holding people to about 38 points a game, which is outstanding, and we're averaging 60 a game. Um, but uh, at the end of the day, everything goes through Edwardsville. I mean, if we get past Belleville West, Edwardsville standing in our way again, like we always anticipate every year. And uh, Katie does a great job. They'll be they'll game plan for us. They'll be prepared. Uh, they're down from their standards that they've had in the past years, but they've won seven in a row, and I don't take them lightly uh, whatsoever. And Edwardsville obviously is very good, but they graduated all those Division One players last year, including their all-time leading scorer, Sidney Harris. So it's a different-looking club for Edwardsville this year. And with Alton rising up like they have, it has kind of shifted the, the balance of power, at least for this year in the conference anyway. But I think it's fun to see somebody else assert themselves in that. And frankly, I've been waiting for it for a long time because I've noticed the success that Alton has had on the middle school level winning state championships, and I've been waiting to see them succeed at the high school level. And I, frankly, for them, I'm very happy to see it. Yeah, they're, they're so good, and they're young. I mean, they start like uh, three sophomores, a junior, um, a freshman. So they're going to be a team to be reckoned with for the next three years. And um, uh, they're very, very good. And they are a lot like our team. They're athletic. They're quick. They play good defense. They got good shooters. Um, they got a great coach. And uh, I know everybody wants that game. I just hope we can get to it. So you mentioned that you're extremely senior heavy. What's the culture like that's holding your team together? Well, the culture at our program is outstanding because when the they accept the freshmen, the sophomores, the juniors, our seniors have always taken them under their wing. Uh, they bond together so good. Uh, they have uh, you know dinners that they go to together. They just hang out. They share the ball. They're very unselfish. And uh, at the end of the day, all they want to do is, is get the W. And it doesn't matter who gets the points. If somebody's in the open court, they get it up, get it to them, and, and get the job done. So as those seniors are growing and they're going to be successful and move on from the program, how are you hoping to maintain that same culture in some of your younger agents? Yeah, well, that, that's not going to be a problem. we got a good incoming eighth grade class that we've uh, seen and, and the players we got coming back. I mean, naturally, we're going to miss Shannon. you got to make up 700 points somewhere like Edwardsville had to do when Sid Harris uh, graduated. Uh, we may be winning games at a different way. It may be in the 40s, you know, versus in the 60s. But um, we've got good kids that buy in to what Nick's trying to uh, teach, and they're very coachable kids, and they're good students, and we got great support from the, uh, from the families as well. I love that. That's awesome. Good support from the school district, good support from the community, good support from everybody, right? Oh, outstanding. Outstanding. I've been there six years, and uh, naturally when you're winning, people will leave you alone. Exactly. Uh, but uh, at the end of the day, the school, the team, the parents, um, great players make great coaches. It's been a, a, a real good run here, and hopefully we can keep it going. I ask every O'Fallon coach, and I've had a lot of them on recently, both your cross-country coaches – and, and amongst others, volleyball, I ask them all the same question. This is the last year for Todd Moeller. You're going to miss him. Outstanding athletic director. We are going to miss him. Todd, Todd is on top of things. 
Um, he, he keeps us uh, on our toes. We know right from wrong, and uh, we follow. He leads, and we follow him. I think you're going to miss him. We are going to miss I him. Think he's, I, what do you think he has brought to O'Fallon High School? He's left it better than he found it. Yeah, he, uh, he's organized. Uh, he, he wants things done the right way, and um, he's good at giving advice. And, uh, yeah, he's, a, he's just a leader and uh, has done a great job. Have you thought about applying for that job? No, sir. <laughs> I enjoy retirement. Doing I was going to say, I think, I think you've got the great job. You're retired, so you can sleep in a little bit. Then you can come into school. You can, or you can go down and ask Nick what he needs, what errands he needs, and he, he does that. And you love him. He's your son. So it's not, you're not working for just anybody. No, I mean, I got it made. I, I do a little babysitting, and I, you know, cherish the moments when basketball season's here. That's what I live for. Um, and uh, even I follow the boys. I got to be in a gymnasium, and my wife's used to it, so I, that's where I go. She's fine with it? She's fine with it. She's not a big sports person, but you know, she just says, just go and do your thing. What's the legacy that you want to leave for your son and your players? Um, I don't know. I would just that whenever you're going to play us, um, you're going to have to bring your A game. You know, we're going to we're going to come compete. We're going to be organized. We're going to be ready to go. You're not going to win them all, but you better be ready to play when you play O'Fallon High School. Is that what you're getting out of the girls again this year? It sounds like it to me. The girls are working hard. They're buying in. And you're like you said, you're athletic and, and you're talented. Having the all time leading score doesn't hurt. No. No, I mean, uh, we take take what she does for granted. And I always look at Nick in practice when it's over and go, what are we going to do next year? But uh, we'll figure it out. We've got good girls that are going to develop. They All our girls play AAU basketball for the most part, so they're in the gymnasium working on their game. And uh, Shannon's going to be fine. Jayla Pelly, Layla, Malia, I wish them Z. I hope they all have a great college career, and I'm looking forward to going to watch their games and, and watching them compete at the next level. I want to ask you about uh, this time of the year and what it means to you in ter- as, as a coach. But first, Andy Callaway of Callaway Home Loans saves me money every month now, and he'll save my family thousands in the long run. How? He refinanced my existing mortgage, and he can do the same for you. Rates are all over the place, but you need to take advantage of an easy, fast, and affordable way to refinance. They do conventional FHA and VA loans and ask for the Metro East Sports Podcast special. If you refinance with Andy, he'll donate $200 to the Metro East high school or junior high team of your choice. He'll give $200 to Edwardsville High School girls basketball. Would you like that, Coach? Yeah, that'd be great. We'll take all the money we can get. I said Edwardsville. Oh. You weren't listening. <laughs> You're supposed to say no. He'll give 200 bucks to O'Fallon oh. Township High School basketball, girls basketball. You want that? Now we're talking. There you go. Call Andy today at 618-830-3332. Save money and support your favorite team in the Metro East. Okay, is this the happiest time in the year for you heading into the playoffs? Or is this the most stressful time for you heading into the postseason? Well, I'm not the head coach, but it's stressful for, for me. I mean, there's nothing more than I want than to get to the state tournament. And this is a team that we've uh, been waiting for for a long We had a team a couple of years ago, but COVID took that away from us. So this has been our next uh, chance, I think, to, to do some damage. 
I really believe we're as good as any team in the state of Illinois. Um, I mean, we've lost four games to teams whose record's 81 and 7. So uh, we lost by one, four, five, and five. So you're talking two possessions in four games. So um, I'm nervous, but, and you also got to have a little luck. I don't care how good you are, um, you need some luck as well. Well, I think it's going to be interesting. Is this the most confidence you've ever had in a team? Is this the best skill level team you've ever had? Yeah, I feel really good. I, I, I really feel good. And I feel good in the fact that we got a good team. We're playing good basketball. And the sectionals are at our high school. So we have the home court advantage, which will help. Um, and we're hoping to get a big crowd. Like the last game we played, Alton was phenomenal for girls basketball. It's, it's come a long way. And it was good to see a big crowd there. And it's going to be even bigger if we get to that game. Well, good luck tomorrow night against Belleville West, and I know you got to take them one one game at a time. So I know you're, I know you're focused on them. So uh, thanks for indulging me when I talked about the co-champions in the Southwestern Conference. But you know, of course, it's on everybody's mind. So thanks for coming in. Appreciate thanks for it. doing a great job. Well, I, I do the best I can, and this is a cliche: one game at a time. But that's really what it boils down to. I love having you on the show. You helped me out. You gave me Joe Wiley as a contact, and I had him on the show. So you're you're a good friend of the show, and I appreciate that. Thanks for being a, a friend of the show, and, and keep on keeping on. Good luck. All right. Thank you so much. Alicia? Yes, sir. Thanks so much. Alicia Frank from Keller Williams Marquee, Jeb and Ginger Blasting Game. Any last advice for home buyers that are thinking about making the plunge right now? Uh, just get with the right agent. Make sure that you're getting pre-approved first. And don't listen to the fear that's out there. Be smart about it. The rates are not high. They are where they were before COVID. So uh, just be smart and partner with the right agent. Good advice. Thank you so much. Well, big thanks tonight to guests Mark Thomas, Samira Kazali, Robbie Walters, Grace Anderson, Kirsten Shreve, Alicia Frank, Greg Nolhoff, and for partners, Cassins, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram, Callaway Home Loans, Keller Williams Marquee, Jeb and Ginger Blasting Game, Integrity Spine and Joint Center, Front Office, Fiduciary Network, Oak Brook Golf Club, and Wang Gang Asian Eats. And for associate producer Keaton Anderson, thank you for listening to the Metro East Sports Podcast, talking all things sports in the Metro East.